Uh, you suddenly come to a stop at a canteen. It's empty aside from you guys, but here you are. What? Where are we? What? Hey, uh, I don't know, but Mero, that was a uh, pretty good finish there. Uh, why don't you have uh, some of my special stuff? <laughs> and they don't, extend, don't take that. Th- yeah, they extend their uh, flask. Do you take it? Uh, <laughs> what is it? I'm going to ask before I take it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a sort of fortified rum. Uh, Probably don't. Maybe for a celebration when we're out of the thicket of this. Sure. I'll keep some in there. So wait, I do have an important question, actually. Me and my friends have been on a very big adventure to learn what Mexico is, and you're telling me you've been there, and there's more places other than just Mexico. Yeah, yeah, Mexico is a pretty big place. It's all right. I know some guys there. What's it like? It's uh, hot. It's uh, some good food. Uh, beautiful people. Do they have uh, plants? Oh yeah, they got all kinds of plants. Why, why wouldn't they have the plants? I don't know. Some, <laughs> some places don't have plants or life. It depends on what plane you're in. Like the underworld doesn't really have any plants. Oh. Whenever I'm on a plane. Uh, it always, I bring the life of the party, so there's always a lot of stuff going on. I see. I think as you guys are discussing, um, you hear like a, <clears throat> as a uh, weird alien creature. Uh, she looks like a starfish. If starfish were like the size of cows and also wore lunch lady outfits. And she kind of comes up to you and says, you, what do you want for your lunch break? Well, all this, all this talk about, about Mexico is making me awfully hungry. Do you have quesadillas? Can I have a quesadilla, please? We don't have quesadillas. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, it's, gosh, I suppose that's an earth thing. Um, do you have spaghetti? I'd love some spaghetti. We don't get biscotti. Uh, what do you have to eat? We got fried eyeballs. We got Fried gizzards. We got fried livers. Uh, you know, I we think got I'm. Apple uh... pie. Oh, apple pie. We got fried legs. Is is it possible to have like any gizzards or apples without the frying part? No, comes pre-fried. Sorry about that. I'll take the you gizzards. You got like the marinara <laughs> dipping sauce. We could. We don't Let got Marion and the Diamonds dipping sauce. <laughs> Happy Pride, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh my God. So true. It's like, uh, I'm not really an apple pie person. Don't like fruits and vegetables, but I'll take anything meat related if surprise me. Trying new food seems interesting. It. You got it, buds. Anything else for any of you? I'll, I'll take I'll take a little pie, please, with um no eyeballs or gizzards or anything of that sort. Just the apples, thank you. You got it. Yeah, give me a round to, to all the fried options. I want to taste test them. <laughs> you got it. A whole pato, got it. Alden's like, just give me the pie. You got it. And with that, she slitters off. So Linda. Yes. You talk about this Earth place quite a bit, and that is Mexico in Earth? 
well, at least the Earth I'm from, yes, uh, Mexico's a, a, a part of Earth. We've got we've got lots of, of countries. Do you have countries where you're from? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, we have uh, Vlagos. They're a little evil, kind of. We have Cressa. We have Osheim. We have, I think, is Refus a country? I think that's a city, not a country. It wasn't the best with geography. But yeah, we, I guess, so Mexico is sort of a country of the place. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly right. I'm I'm not from there, but it's not very far from where I'm from. I mean, you know, planet speaking. Planet speak. Well, yeah, Earth Earth is a, a big planet with lots of different countries on it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. How many countries are there? Oh, uh well, I mean, it's a whole planet. There'd be a bunch of them on there. Uh, there's at, at least 50. There's a lot. Uh, maybe a couple hundred uh... <laughs> After the Great War, they kind of shuffled around. There was more of them. Oh my gods. Uh, it looks like this Earth place is quite I a am, bit bigger. I am absolutely... I'm on my hands and knees begging Linda to ask which war. <laughs> <laughs> Expose poor Marco to the horrors of World War II. <laughs> uh, Linda... Linda sort of suspects that the Great War means means World War One, uh, and she doesn't want to clarify. <laughs> she is wondering it, but uh, but yeah, can you imagine dropping World War II on somebody? What a bummer day. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry but there's to... another one. Hold on, now I'm curious. Do you, does this Earth have, like, fey and gods and food like everything else where I'm from? Well, I assume that they have food. We do have food, yes. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, big fan of food. Um, You know, I don't really know about the rest. I didn't know about that any of that really when I was there, but... um, Wait, you've... There's not, like, fey and shit? I I don't think so. Like, like you don't have little fairy dragons coming around bothering you all the time? Uh, No, that sounds wonderful. It's not wonderful. Beautiful woman, fey ray. Oh, she's gorgeous. The film star you're talking about? No, uh, magical entities. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about like magic, like a literal tiny. Like he, he sort of like gestures to the size of a fairy dragon. He's like a, like a little tiny dragon mm-hmm. with like butterfly wings that talks in a really annoying, grating voice. Yeah. But he's but they're very sweet. Oh, that sounds adorable. I would love one, but I didn't see anything like that when I was on Earth. Huh? Huh? I suppose it might be for the best. I've heard dragons, or I mean, at least where I'm from, dragons are not the best creatures. I've well, where I'm from, they're kind of it's kind of varied. Hmm. There are some dragons who are like really bad. I've like killed one, two. You, I don't you've know. You've killed a dragon. Yeah. I had like starry eyes. Like, oh my god, how did you do it? Tell me everything. Uh. <laughs> Alden sort of scratches the side of the side of his face as he's trying to remember killing. Um, oh God! Killed, there was a he. He did that one thing where he killed five, one dragon of each elemental type in the same fight. That was a whole thing. Ro- oh my, oh God. my God! Yeah, Alden sort of pauses and he's like, "Well, I've killed a lot of dragons. I killed like five in one fight once." How? And- he sort of like he he gestures like he's about to grab at his swords, and he remembers they're not there, they, like behind them. And he's like, with my two swords that I don't have right now, they're li- I, 
I, I mean, I didn't do it alone or anything. I had my friends because uh, like we kind of built a country together. And I think I would have died if it was just me. But mm. I've almost died a bunch of times. Wow, your adventures sound awfully exciting. You can see that he has a lot of scars. Like, a lot of them. There's a bite mark on his neck. Ugh. Like, not like one, like, on the side. Like, it looks like it, his head was almost bitten off. That's that's incredible. I mean, we went to a cursed city, and then we're kind of on a secret... Or this is the middle of nowhere. No one's gonna snitch. We're part of a secret princess hunt for a lost princess. And, uh... That, that's basically it, up to this point. Uh... Nothing like fighting dragons or anything like that. My goodness, you all do such exciting things. I mostly yell at teenagers and, um... Well, I've been doing a lot of yelling at teenagers. I drove a robot once. That was exciting. What's, what's a robot? What? It's, um, it's like, it's like armor. It's like a big suit of armor that, uh, that's got, that's got magic in it. Kind of. Uh, so magic armor? Yes, but, uh, but really big and you feel very, very cool when you wear it and, and drive around in it. Highly recommend if they have robots where you're from. Huh. I, I don't... Th- I guess if there were any robots, they'd be in Osheim. They seem to do a lot of the inventing, but I suppose I can try and search for a robot where I'm from. Alden turns to Marco and he's like, you got anything like that where you're from? Well, we got... Uh, there's this one film, Metropolis, I was kind of a fan <laughs> of. I remember there was a robot chick in it. Uh, Linda! Film? What's a film? Oh, you know, it's like a... Uh, they're yeah, kind of newfangled, but uh, a moving picture show. It's like a play, but it's uh, flat. Flat? Alton <laughs> looks confused. He's like, flat? I'll just talk of robots. Linda, you really got me thinking. Uh, sounds like you're from uh, my Earth, but uh, maybe uh, some sort of dystopian future. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, maybe something like that, yeah. Dare I ask what year? Uh, well, let me see. The last time I was on Earth was the year 2019. You were telling me what? <laughs> what, what? What year are you from? 1928. That's Ooh. pretty different. Wow, so you got the robots. It's like Metropolis where you're at, huh? <laughs> uh, well, the robots were from Earth. We did a little poking around, and uh, we were on this little planet, and we drove some robots there, but we do have some robots, yes. This is exactly oh. like Metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as you guys are talking about robots, uh, the starfish alien comes back, and she's like, all right, grubs up. And uh, before... Uh, Alden and Linda, two delicious apple pies are placed. Um, before um, Marrow, a uh, steaming pile of fried guts is placed. Nice! And before you, Marco, the uh, platter dish with all this different stuff is an entire fried goblin wearing the remains of a luchador outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Alden looks over and he's like, I don't know if that's ethical to eat at all. Uh, <sighs> is it morally correct to eat a goblin? Um, hey, real fast. Real fast, Marco and Marrow, 
do you two want to make a society check real fast? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm apparently trained in that because everyone was like, you should probably know what society is now that you've been in Sarin for a year. Uh, that's a 31. And Marco? Wait, no, that's not a 31. That's 26. My bad. I added the wrong modifier. That is a 31 for me. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, you both very quickly realize, hey, that wasn't lava. That was cooking oil. Oh my god. Are we going to eat the other contest? Uh, hmm. You're telling me these eyeballs are okay, okay. Um, <laughs> where did the apples come from? I wonder, are there, are we going to have to wrestle apples? I don't, oh. Wait, what would that even be like? Um, wet, I'm assuming. Gross. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know. I ain't done this since my schoolyard days, but uh, I'll trade one sip of whatever in this flask for a bite of apple pie. You just like you could just have a slice, man. Yeah, I'm um, I'm maybe not feeling super hungry, but I will actually take a nip of that flask just between us. <laughs> Mero was looking at the mystery meat and kind of still debating it a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this ethical? Uh, I think before you're even able to decide whether to eat, um, you, none of you have even touched your food when suddenly uh, a loud siren uh, beeps and uh, you hear a time's up and suddenly the chairs beneath you rocket up and you are thrust back into the fucking arena without even having a touch of your food. Oh, uh, back to the salt mines, I guess. You are all returned here. Um, clearly a little bit. Hey, man, we were just about to eat, I guess. Um, when, uh, Nelson the Magnificent calls out and says, Welcome back, interdimensional improbables. Did you enjoy your food? Uh, maybe if we could have eaten. That's too bad. Uh, and then, uh, you kind of hear, uh, another clicking noise from above that says, because we've got a show to put on. Introducing Round Tree, the Mighty Metal Man. How many rounds are in this, can I ask? That's for me to know and you to find out. Uh. uh and something drops from the ceiling. Guys, I hate to tell you, but it's just like Metropolis. <laughs> I um, knew it. A giant robot stands in the middle of the arena. Um, it is massive. I would say it's about size huge in D&D terms. It has chrome white plating um, and two giant cannons on its shoulders. Um, and on its front, uh, there is like an emblem. What? Uh, the symbol appears to be like a uh, kind of like a jade T-shape. Uh, surrounded by the uh, gold. And this thing, it kind of like uh, glances down at you and stands at you all uh, with one giant robotic eye. And uh, you hear uh, the announcer calling out and says, From the depths of space, on the planet of New Tespera, home of the Aeon Drone, we bring you one of the most terrifying opponents in all of the universe. A heavy, a heavy weapons infantry machine from the Aslanti Star Empire. Original uh, owners of Golarion 
and the most powerful empire in all of the packed worlds. Star? Starfinder time. What? Uh, and this thing glances down at you and it lets out a... Mm. And everyone, let's roll initiative. Mara pointing at this thing. What the fuck? What is this? Really dropping some some bombs on on Alden who lives on. <laughs> yeah, finding out. Hey, by the way, uh, those people that you taught died years ago. Uh, yeah, so they're like alive and in space, and they've got robots. You know what? All right. Is it, so we can roll athletics, right? Yep. I got a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven 36. as well. Ooh, we're rolling high. Really are. Um, this has been uh, a Mara? blessed game. I got a 33. Okay. And uh, I'm going to roll now to see what our our, uh, our event is this time. That is an 11. So uh, our event is going to be... Ooh. Okay. Um, the sky clouds over. And suddenly you hear a rumble of thunder. Static shock has been rolled. And a lightning storm is going to be on the stage. Um... Rain starts pelting down. Um, you're going to have uh, difficulties uh, shooting range attacks if you so choose. Um, and on top of that, one person at the end of the round is going to be struck by lightning. Pray to God it's not you. Maybe it'll be the big metal guy. Maybe it will be. There's a one in five chance. Hold um, on. He's tall and made of metal. There's a rain <laughs> You know what? That's true. I will give him... I'll give him... Uh, an extra chance of being struck by lightning. Thank you for this, Mercy. <laughs> okay, um, so, top of the order is Marco. Marco, it's just like Metropolis. It is. It is. I. And I learned a little lesson from Metropolis about uh, the way, how to treat the ruling class. Uh, <laughs> Derry, l- let me ask you, what is the relative height of say, the head and shoulders of this robot and uh, the sort of emperor's box where our esteemed host, the floating head, is sitting? Uh, I would say that it's about 16 feet tall. Okay, so let me propose this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me I'm, if it's impossible. I will make it I, possible. Okay. Uh, Marco's had enough. No one makes him miss a meal. Uh, so Marco wants to, using this enormous metal body, mm-hmm. uh, leap off the top of it and try to attack the giant floating head that keeps messing with us. Okay, sure. Um, I will let you do that as two actions um, to make an legs check to jump onto this guy and then a second mm-hmm. legs check to jump towards the uh, hologram mount. Cool. And athletics is different than acrobatics. Yes, athletics is... Uh, well, actually, yeah, in your case, I would let you roll acrobatics because you are very, very nimble. You're not going to be, like, strong jumping. You're going to be uh, mm-hmm. fast jumping. Parkour. Parkour. Yeah, I got that 23 in acrobatics, so I really want to... You could use a hero point to re-roll it. You do have one. Hmm. Oh, no, so I, I rolled, I got a 36. Oh, oh shit, chat. yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, Marco, you jump onto the shoulder of uh, the Aslanti Star Empire uh, Destroyer. Um, and you're now on his shoulder. Um, there, you could jump again, 
to try to get to uh, where this floating mount is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And ooh, that um, re- hero point, hero point. I rolled a nat one. Hero point. Okay. <laughs> so you rolled a nat one, and you're gonna hero point it. Describe to me how you snatch d- uh, victory from the jaws of defeat. I think Marco got a little overconfident with this new athleticism that their, their body has, and leaping on a sleek metal robot while the rain is pouring down caused their foot to slip. Mm-hmm. It's a very slippery surface. But, I mean, that 23 in acrobatics, I think Marco's enormous body flips over and he back handsprings off the head towards the the box. Okay. Come on, hero boy. That's a 40. That's a 40. (laughs) You get the fuck up there. Like, that is a crit for what I was having. Marco... You almost come crashing down and nearly eat shit on the floor, but you leap through the air, do a front flip, and land directly in front of where this giant floating mount is. Hey, I don't care what empire that guy's from. The only nation I care about is the U.S. of A. (laughs) (laughs) And I punch this head in the the head. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Make me an Uh, attack roll. Oh, does this count as a turn? Can I use my Bon Mott ability? Uh, usually, usually, uh, that would take an action. Or because okay. you did crit so before, I will allow it. Oh, sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. So. Derry tilts her glasses down. I'm not a regular DM, I'm the cool DM. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when people come up with cool shit. That is a 28. Okay, a 28 against this thing's will DC is not a crit fail, but it is a fail. Uh, so um, now you can try punch this dude. That's a 38. Ah, a 38 against this thing. Uh, that's going to be a hit. And I think the, something strange happens that I don't think Linda or Alden, or even like, I don't know if you've got many much experience with uh, illusions, um... Illusions, uh, Marrow. Uh, I have a little bit. I think I've seen, I've seen, you know, like fake people. I know some magic yeah. of it a little bit. So I think you're all probably expecting this fist to go right through because that's clearly an illusory mouth or a hologram or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> the yes. hand breaks right into this thing's teeth, and he, he like makes he makes a like a, a solid blow against it, and. That smile that uh, Milestone Magnificent has had this entire time kind of falters, and he kind of, like, it turns to a, like, snarl and says, You dare to try skip rounds? I was going to have a Vampire the Masquerade team round, and yet you try <laughs> jump for the final boss instead? You know not what you have done, Italian-American. <laughs> and... <laughs> Suddenly, the air kind of shifts around this thing, and it becomes clear to those of you who know uh, stuff about illusions that this was actually an illusory disguise, uh, kind of like, do not look at the man behind the, uh, the curtain style. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm. what is behind the curtain is quite bad, and also um, basically unknown to most of you, because it's a giant floating orb made of flesh 
with indeed a big map, but the big map is not really the, um, the primo, uh, thing here that you're, like, looking at. It's the, uh, eye. The giant eyeball directly above the mouth, with little tentacles with more eyes coming off it. Um, and it sure is beholding you. What might <laughs> even say, uh, it's a beholder. And di- Malicent the Magnificent, the beholder, floats before you, Marco. Uh, you did do damage, so you can roll that real fast. Um, okay. But he kind of floats before you and says, Well, you know what? Since you're so ungrateful, you don't get my vampire the masquerade teamed round. We're going straight to the dungeons with the dragons in them, everyone. The greatest system of all, no questions asked. No other system is half as good as what I wield. Anyway, what the fuck is this guy saying? Anyway, uh, Wait, it's a giant sex of You are skipping the sexy vampires. Damn it! Uh, so roll, the, roll that damage for me real fast. That's a 21. Very nice. Okay. Uh, you did do damage and you have successfully sped run to the boss um, who is looking particularly ravenous. That is your turn and it is now uh, it is now Linda's turn. Linda, you've been in the realms of dragons with dungeons in them before. Have, do you, have you encountered a beholder before or is this more... No, this is new for Linda. Um... No, uh, she she can tell it's gross and weird, uh, especially because it, it brought them here and is keeping them prisoner. Um, so she's going to pull out all the stops and do a key blast on it. Ooh, okay. Because uh, she's had it with this. Um, she was already not a huge fan of being kidnapped. She was definitely not a huge fan of the non-lethally lethally killing a bunch of goblins. And she was extremely not a huge fan of then those goblins being served to them. So she's had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to use Key Blast. Key Blast yes. has a range of 15 feet uh, or more if you channel it for long enough. Because if you use all three actions to gather up this Key Blast, uh, the cone will become 60 feet and the damage will be boosted significantly. Um, which okay. means that from where you are, you could actually hit him and not hit um, our dear friend Marco. I'd appreciate okay. that. So that's what I want to do. I want to use all three actions to make the cone wide enough to hit him, but not Marco. Okay. And uh, you guys are level 12, so this would be a level 6 key blast. Oh, God. Um, he is going to have to make a fortitude save. Uh, fortitude is not his greatest save. And I'm going to roll the big dice for this as well, because I like this. Ooh. That's a 7. Uh, that is a 7 plus his fortitude. That is a 30 total. How is that against your class DC? Um, my class DC is 31. Ooh, that's gonna be a fail. He's gonna get hurt. Uh, now, Linda, would you do me the profound favor of uh, rolling me... Would you roll me 10d6 force damage, please? Oh my god. What? <sighs> oh my god. That is 36. <laughs> Yep, that's an above-average damage roll. Holy shit. Uh, Linda, you hold your hands together and you focus your life force and you kind of start gritting your teeth. Your hair flies up and goes golden as you start channeling up a ball of energy and you fucking hurl it in a cone of energy that blasts into Malison the Magnificent the Beholder. Um, this and bitch he... ugly. Yeet! <laughs> 
you do 36 fucking damage as you blast into him. I mean, he is certainly thrown off balance a little bit. Um, and that is going to be your entire turn. Uh, I am now going to roll initiative for him because I actually haven't yet. Let's see. Okay, not a great roll. He's going to be last in initiative, which makes sense because he was the last to join. Mm-hmm. Is the robot uh, so, still there? Yes. So oh, about right. that. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's the robot's turn. Thank you. Um, oh, no. And the robot kind of like goes <laughs> as it slowly like kind of slides its head. And uh, it's got those big fucking cannons. It's got those big fucking cannons. And I'm very sorry that it is uh, going to unload on you guys. Um, So this is going to be a 60-foot cone, uh, which hits everyone, including (laughs) Malastent the Magnificent. Nice. Nice. Um, As he basically just deterrents on his shoulders, start fucking blasting. Everyone, make me a reflex save. Any chance I can deflect these? Uh, you can't deflect them. However, you do have another thing that you could use. Dodging roll, which I put on your cheat sheet as just leave the fireball, lol. Great. Um, When you make your reflex save, you'll be able to gain a shit ton of resistance against this incoming attack. I got a 35. Really grateful for the uh, rogue thing that lets me just be master in all of my reflex saves. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because are like that. I got a 29 for my reflex save. Okay. Rolled a 20. Uh-oh. 38. Okay, so, um, Linda, Marrow, and, uh, Linda and Marrow, uh, you two kind of, like, duck out of the way as best as you can. But unfortunately, uh, you... Well, actually, real fast, you're all monks, right? Yeah. Yes. So how does Path to Perfection work? Okay, so... I don't have path to perfection my reflex because I used the rogue thing to get master in it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you don't have to worry about that, but I'm pretty sure that Linda, uh, almost supernaturally, as these bullets are coming from you, you fucking matrix dodge beneath them. Oh, shit. You got a save, but with path to perfection, one of your monk abilities, mm-hmm. you got a crit success instead of just a regular success. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that you take zero damage. Um, awesome. You are going to take some of this damage, uh, Marrow. Alden, you are going to take the full damage. And uh, up above, uh, you, um, Marco, are going to take no damage as you do a quadruple front flip over it. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Malastant is going to take... uh, Oh, okay, he's going to take half damage. Uh, So the uh, Aslanti Destroyer opens fire, and everyone's going to take uh, or, well, depending on what you just, I said before, that's going to be uh, 29 piercing damage. So 15 or 14 half? Uh, that's going to be uh, 15. Okay. Um, uh, and then Alden, uh, it's going to reach down and grab ya. Alright. Uh, it... Uh, that is going to be a 40 to, against your fortune, DC. Okay, yeah, that works, because my fortitude DC is a 32. It's not a crit or anything. He, wonk, he picks you up and holds you up in the air, and he's kind of squeezing you. Oh, no, Alden, it is your turn. Fucking robots. This isn't even the first time you've fought robots. There's that whole bullshit in patats. Alden doesn't really like robots. Um, 
He is going to. Can I get out? How do I get out? Uh, do I just use an action? You could roll athletics. To get out, you could try to force your way out without legs, to kind of pry its fingers apart, or you could roll acrobatics to kind of slip out. I think Alden is going to uh, take hold of its like. It's got like fingers. That's right. Uh, it's gonna take hold of like what would be its thumb and its like index finger, and he's going to try and pry them open. Okay, make me add legs check. All right, I'm gonna roll real dice because roll twenty is being mean to me, and I trust my extinction curse dice more. <laughs> that was I was right to trust this dice more. It gave me a sixteen. Okay, so that's sixteen plus twenty-one. Uh, that'd be a thirty-seven. Uh, yeah, that's a thirty-seven. Against this thing's uh, at legs DC, uh, it's going to be a success. Mm-hmm. Alden, you pry its metal fingers open, and you're now free. What do you do? You got two actions left. Um, I think. He lands and enters mountain stance. Okay, you, as you hit the floor, squat! There's like a cool rumble around you. And then I think he's going to use his flurry of blows because Alden just likes attacking. Okay, go for it. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 32. That uh, yep, that's gonna be a hit. Roll damage. 22 damage. Uh, okay, Alden, bonk, bonk. You uh, punch into it once. I promise I'm telling the truth. I just rolled an at Oh, 20. shit. Again? Holy fuck. I I can take a photo. I trust you, man. Holy shit. Get his um, ass. Get his ass. Cool. Go for it. <laughs> that is 24 damage times two. I don't know if you want to use a crit card. That's 48 damage. Holy shit, Alden. Alden, so here's the thing. Usually, um, a robot like this would have resistance against your puny fists. However, because you are all monks, your fists count as uh, magical weapons made of all sorts of weird materials. Uh, so you just straight up punch through this thing's resistance. And... Well, isn't that funny? Isn't that droll? Busted shin! Alden, you punch right through this thing's leg. And it kind of like stumbles a little bit and lets out like a few distress noises in uh, the Aslanti language and it's now kind of like just wobbling uh, it is going to be a clumsy one for the rest of its life oh my god what? which is to say <laughs> that uh, it has a minus one to its AC and all dexterity type rolls and on top of that its speed is drastically reduced uh, is that your turn Alden? it sure is okay Marrow, it is your turn. Marco is up there fighting this weird eyeball monster. Uh, and over here behind you is a fucking robot. What do you do? So I'm not going to be able to attack this turn because of how many actions what I want to do is going to take. But uh, I have uh, wonderful heritage feats that let me grow very edgy looking angel wings. So can I use two actions to sprout my celestial wings? 100%, and I always homebrew that when you grow your wings, you can take a move action immediately. Oh, shit. Thank God. I can do what I, I, I can do kind of what I want to do then. So, uh, can I just be like, uh, at this point, Worse has tried to kill me, and can I just sprout these, like, blackish, inky-looking death wings that look, look like, you know, god of death energy, but, like, demigod of death energy looks like kind of a nightmare, honestly. Uh, and can I just shoot straight up for that free movement? 
I absolutely love that. Yes, you can. Okay, and for the third action, can I enter Wild Wind Stance? So after uh, after these incredibly edgy-looking wings have come out, and this uh, wonderful monk is shot into the sky, the winds kind of begin to swirl around them in this, like, tempest of a storm. Like, I am tired of this shit. Uh, that is all of my actions, but I just look really fucking cool now, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, that is your turn. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is now, unfortunately, Malastint the Magnificent's turn. Uh, and he is very upset with Marco, as you may imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, Do you know how difficult it is to siphon in heroes like this? I have a very expensive diet, and it takes a lot of money and time for me to trap heroes in this world so I can fucking cook them. Goodness gracious, that's the problem with you types. You're all so selfish. And he is going to use an eye ray. And I'm going to roll a 1d10 to see what the eye ray do. That is a tree. The eye ray is a fear ray. Um, a blast of, uh, like, dark energy explodes from one eye and beams into you, Marco. Marco, I need you to make me a will save. Is a 38? Is that sufficient to resist? Uh, a 38? Yep, that is going to be a success. Uh, you feel a chill go down your spine, Marco, but you are not out of the game. So you are frightened one. I'm going to add the frightened condition to your sheet. Um, this is basically going to drop a... Oh. Uh, sorry to ask this, but is this one of your paths to perfection? Ah, hold on. Will, I think it may int- it may well be. Oh. Uh, let me see. Uh, because I made the sheet for you, so let me see if I gave you that path to perfection. I do have path to perfection, Will. I'm not sure what that means. Yes, it does. Marco, you ain't scared of this guy. What are you talking about? He's a big eyeball. Hey, look, I run a business too, and I have a lot of money going around and a lot of folks working for me. But, uh, you know, you gotta be honest with folks. If you're gonna run a fighting ring... Uh, Tell people what they can win. Yeah, this trickery and nonsense. It's uh, not honorable, huh? I may be a criminal, but I'm a man of honor. Where's the fun in that? He says, and he's gonna bite you. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so he opens his mouth and goes to fucking numb. Uh, that is going to be a 17 plus 21. That is a 38 to hit. And my DC is 31, so that hits. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be Treaty 6 plus 11 piercing damage. As he, I'm going to eat you. You know, Derry. Yeah, I know. The fans of back home are going to keep accusing me of war. Uh, that's going to be 16 damage. <laughs> my mistake. I added the wrong thing. 16 damage. Okay, there we 16. Okay. Uh, and with his uh, last action, as he's uh, biting into you like that, um, one of his uh, eyes are going to uh, blast at, I think, Linda. Linda, I'm going to roll another d10. That's going to be an 8, which means that he releases... Oh, no! That's a petrification beam. Oh, no. Oh, no! Make me a fortitude save as a gray slate beam explodes out from one of his eye tentacles. Oh, no! <laughs> I rolled a 26. Oh, that's going to be a fail. Okay, so um, essentially what happens here, don't worry. (laughs) Um, You are going to be slowed. So, Linda, a 
blip, a beam of gray hits you, and uh, suddenly you feel like your bones start to slow down a little bit, and you feel like your skin toughening, and you're like, oh, that is bad, actually. Which means that you are going to be slowed, uh, meaning you have one less action on each of your turns. At the end of each of your turn, you're going to need to make a fortitude save to see if it gets worse or if it gets better. Okay. Let's hope. Let's hope. So that is his turn. And now, everyone, it's time for the lightning strike. So let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six people on the on the stage. Um, I'm going to say that uh, anything on a six or up is going to hit uh, the robot because he's uh, extra conductive. <laughs> and if not, we're going to go, uh, we'll be selected randomly. That's a four, which is less than a... Oh, oh no. No. Alden, yes. you hear, you smell the air getting all coppery for a moment. Uh-huh. And then, I'm afraid you are about to be hit by a uh, spell. A lightning bolt. Alden, would you be a deer and roll me a reflex save? Oh no! Yeah, sure. Uh, that is a 25. I'm so sorry, that's not gonna pass! You are hit by a level 10 lightning bolt. Jesus. A 10th level spell, which is wish level, which means you're going to take 10d12 lightning damage. Bruh! Sure. Ooh. That's 73 damage, Alden. As oh a bolt of lightning explodes from the sky and then loads into you with an attack which would fry lesser man. Are you a lesser man? Alden looks <laughs> he just looks a little bit fried. Um, his hair looks like it's been hit by lightning, um, and he looks slightly charred, but mostly he just looks annoyed. Listen, this guy has taken a fucking dragon breath to the face before. He's fine. This is fine. Now, Marco, it's your turn. Uh, you're up here with this horrible monster, which is uh, chewing on your arm. Um, and shooting eye beams everywhere. Back beneath, the giant robot is uh, causing mayhem. Uh, the storm has stopped, though, and... Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <gasps> Suddenly, something happens. Oh, no. I hate it when something happens. A large pole op- uh, like kind of like extends from one end of the arena. Um, it is kind of like steel-looking, and it has a weird square at the top. And then from beneath the square, a uh, hoop uh, comes out horizontally and a net kind of comes out. It is a basketball uh, net. And around the stadium on giant uh, floating panels, the words, shoot some hoops, comes up. Shoot some hoops for bonus power. (laughs) And a single basketball descends from the heavens. And... It just kind of bonk, bonk, bonk. So that's there. Well, okay. You know, when in Rome, I'm going to to try to disentangle myself, mm-hmm. hunch as hard as I can with um, the arm that's not currently being gnawed upon. Okay. And then if I'm successful in disentangling myself, I am going to try to shoot some hoops. Okay, go for it. That is a 31. Uh, a 31 to hit this dude in the face? Uh, mm-hmm. That is going to be a miss. You bonk him right in the jelly face, but like, 
He's got some sturdy skin. Marco, this is a lot. Okay. Yeah, this is a... Hey, I tell ya, I sure hope this is the last time I have to deal with some kind of eldritch heath and eye monster. I'm sure this will never happen again in my life. <laughs> uh, this... I'm, uh... Wind up and, uh... Pound again. This is turning into a flurry of blows. Okay, go for it. It's a 38 that time. That is going to be a motherfucking hit. Okay. Can I get him right in the eye? Can I get him in yeah, the get eye? Yeah, get him right in the fucking eye. <laughs> there you go. Learn some manners. Learn some respect. 26. 26 damage, yeah. You deck this dude in the face. Control. And he lets it out. Ah, oh, my eye. I only have so many of those. All right. So I assume because he started speaking, I can disentangle oh, my sure. arm and I want to backflip away. I don't know how long this athleticism is going to last. I want to make the most of it. And I want to uh, leap towards that basketball and uh, get, and then leap up and try to slam dunk. Okay. So uh, to get down there, yeah, you could pretty easily get down uh, back down. Uh, but then slam dunking is going to be another question altogether. Mm-hmm. You may need to, uh, like, because it is about 35 feet from where you are mm. on top of this thing uh, to the uh, ball. You'll have to jump down, but thankfully you have catfall, which means you won't take any damage from jumping that far. But then to get up to the uh, net, you would either have to make a ill-advised half-court shot, or you would have to move closer, which would take your last action. And I will say, as a reaction at the end of your turn, you can pass the ball to someone else. Okay, so you're saying I can I can get close to the hoop, but I cannot I can't also take the shot. Yeah. Okay. So I am. Yeah, I'm just gonna leap down, grab the ball, mm-hmm. and making eye contact with the only other person who I assume is familiar with basketball, <laughs> the basic rule set. <laughs> I am going to. Uh, make direct eye contact with Linda and just toss it over. Okay. Uh, Linda, uh, you catch the ball and you are now holding it. Uh, It is your turn. Um, You are still kind of turning to stone, which is less than ideal. At the end of your turn, you're going to have to make another save, but you have two actions. What do you do? All right. Um, So, since I am turning into stone and also a halfling, I have mixed feelings about trying to dunk a basketball. But on the other hand, I am indeed the only other one who knows what basketball is as just like a like an <laughs> assumption. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that I am going to use my. Um, well, how far am I away from the basket? Uh, well, right now uh, you are about 30 feet from the basket. And mm-hmm. then that thing is 60 feet up. And oh, shit, okay. guys, it's time to use Pythagoras to serum. Uh, no, don't care. So, it's three feet up. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so I was going to do a key rush mm-hmm. so that I can move forward and then for my second movement, jump up really high, or is that cheating? I will allow it. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna do two movements because Linda, uh, Linda the halfling cannot jump, but she can probably use her key to, to you know, get herself as high in the air as she can, so... Okay. So, yes, sure. that's what I want to do. Okay, go for it. Yes. If there's another ball and I'm already flying, can I just fucking drop it in the net? 
hypothetical. If you were to get the ball after Linda has it, you would 100%. There's only the one ball. But uh, if Linda misses this, you could just fly up, man. <laughs> I forgot. Second question. If I, like, put the ball through the hoop and then, like, I like I put my hand through the hoop and then I just keep doing it, do I just keep stacking well, bonus? you don't know what happens when you shoot the hoop. <laughs> Um, that being said, right now, Linda does have the ball, and Linda, you are using a key rush, is that right? Yes. Do it. So Make the shot. Linda, you kind of squat, you take a deep breath, and uh, you move, like, you've been moving fast all this time, right? Yes. The speed at which you move right now is insane to behold. Uh, you move like a blur. Um, you're going to move basically the equivalent of a hundred feet in a single round. Uh, and I'm gonna let you basically jump up into the air and uh, get up real close to the net. And if you do that, okay. uh, you can make a what would be a good roll for to just a slam dunk. I'd say um, an attack roll is pretty good. Okay. So to make my um, key rush, do I have to roll for that? Uh, no, you just do it. You boom. Okay. You use one of your focus points and you activate a spell-like ability to zoom towards it, and you are up there in no time at all. Okay, and my attack roll, I guess Powerful Fist is going to count for this that one since I'm not... absolutely fine, yes. All right, so that is plus 21. So I rolled a 35. Linda, you slammed that ball right through, and uh, there's like, uh, like confetti that explodes everywhere, and suddenly everything starts to slow down for you. Linda? A question rings out in your mind. Congratulations, top scorer. What is the most important thing in the world to you? My friends. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Linda doesn't even hesitate. She's she's a friendly lady. Okay. Um. In that case, Linda, suddenly something happens to you. You go. I hate to say you go god mode, but you go god mode. <laughs> You take on an angelic form, um, which is to say that you have activated the another 10th level spell, Avatar. Uh, And briefly, you are turned into an avatar of the very concept of friendship. Um, So, which means, let me tell you about the cool stuff you get. You get a massive boost to your AC. You get uh, 33 hit points. You get dark vision. Um, And I'm going to say... That, um, yeah, you get uh, a speed of 80 feet and the ability to fly uh, an unfettered strike, which is a powerful um, punch attack, which does 6d8 bludgeoning damage, and a wind strike where you can kick and do like an air cutter. This is a 10th level spell. It will last you for two rounds. All right. So uh, you, I think this actually probably dispels the petrification. You don't even have to worry about it anymore. Linda has gone right. Super Saiyan. Linda has Linda, ascended. Yeah, apparently I was, uh, I was. Linda was such a good Space Jam that she ascended to Friendship God. Linda, how Just does one Friendship God? Girl. <laughs> Just like a magical girl. Hey, someone get uh, Super Idols in here. Um, okay. Linda, how does uh, Matt, Goddess of Friendship, uh, Linda, look? Um, Linda, Goddess of Friendship, um, is is shining bright gold. It's one of those golds. It's not like um, like sunbeams in your eye. It's like a like warm, friendly gold. Mm-hmm. Um, she has arms that are both very strong, but also look very soft. So they're like the best possible for hugging. Um, 
She has a calming presence where you feel um, reassured and supported when her light shines on you. Um, and also she can grow more hands if she needs to. Maybe she already has like a bunch of hands um, for lore purposes, not for cheating at the game. Um, so nice. I love it. <laughs> so she can like help you move all of your apartment furniture at once or um, <laughs> give as many hugs as possible or that. high five a ton of people. Oh my so. God. Linda's ready. <laughs> okay, Linda, uh, you will be able to experiment that on your turn. It is, however, the fucking murder robot's turn. Oh no. Come at me, murder robot. I'll friend you so good. Uh, unfortunately, the murder robot uh, is... It turns its head to look at you, and it's like darbles out in uh, ancient... Like in, uh, sorry, not ancient Aslan, modern Aslan. This is things from space. But the subtitles on the uh, uh, screen say target acquired and it's gonna go for you so this guy is going to uh hobble towards you because unfortunately its legs been busted so it has to take two actions to basically run towards you uh instead of just the one it would normally take and it is going to try to punch you in the face and that is going to be a 35 to hit uh however in avatar mode your ac is 25 plus your level which uh, means that wait. that is i have a hmm? quick question did it have to move past me it did have to move past you. Am I, is it, like, 30 feet tall? Can I, like, I have an ability called if it, something moves away from me, I can use standstill to try and hit it. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Active pursuit. It's stand, I basically get a free attack of opportunity, and if I crit, it can't actually continue moving. Okay, uh, cool. Make that attack. Okay, uh, it has to be a wind strike attack, I think, because I'm in that That's stance. That's fine. You, can, you okay. can do that. You can do that. All right, bet. Uh, that's actually really good. That's a 38. A 38 against this dude. That is going to be a hit. Wait. <gasps> He's flanked because you're behind him. And oh my god, that's a crit. Okay, so he can't move anymore. Let's just do some damage real quick. Uh, so Mero just sees the god of friendship and sees his robot coming. It's just like lifts a hand, blasts a wild wind directly in his head, and it can't keep moving. Yeah, you like knock it, and its head like spins around in a circle and just recalibrating, recalibrating. Can I? Can I give? Uh, <laughs> can I give Linda a thumbs up? Uh, let me roll the damage real quick. So, this is going to be... It's 26 bludgeoning, with the crit uh, information already in it, and 8 frost. Okay, so very nice. So, that is with the crit damage, so it's already critted up. Okay, so you deck this guy in the head, and he takes a moment stumbling, and he is no longer able to go towards Linda, which is shit, because... <laughs> He spent two actions trying that. He instead <sighs> turns to you. That's fine. And he raises up uh, his fist and he tries to bat you. That is going to be a absolutely abysmal 26. Uh, that does not hit my AC is 30. Okay. Alden, it is your turn. Giant robot. And also Linda's an avatar for friendship. You don't even, like, you just feel that in your soul. It's not like that information has been given to you. You just know, wow, Linda's the goddess of friendship for a few moments. <laughs> I shall bestow high fives upon you. Alden is not going to question that. He's just going to accept that because, you know what? It works. That, yeah, it happens. Um, so I have to move to hit this guy, the robot, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, Alden takes five feet step forward. Um, and then he's going to 
use Flurry of Blows. Can I use one of the ones? You said before that I could do the thing where one of them is like, you can try and trip him or something. Yes, like. uh, Flurry of Maneuvers. And because you have Titan Wrestler as a skill feat, you can grapple this guy who's way bigger than you. I am going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, first time an attack, though. Okay, okay go for it. You either got really good or really bad. I, sh- I should have videotaped that. You did not. You did not. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sorry. I feel like <laughs> more than one that funny is like super, super sketchy. But these dice aren't weighted. I've rolled many a nat one. I also with know them. you're way too anxious to lie to me. I mean, holy shit, man. Is that not 20? Yes, I rolled it. Oh my god. Yeah. Do it! Get his ass. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, 25 damage times two. So it's 50 damage. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, he's going to try and grapple next. Alden, how the fuck do you destroy this Aslanti destroyer? Okay. (laughs) I think Alden, um,. Takes a step forward and like takes a deep breath, and he's like, "All right, I'm done with this." Um, and then he just raises both of his fists in the air, um, because he dual wields. Sometimes that's what happens when you're bisexual and poly. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he slams both of it, of his hands down on the. Destroyers, like just trying to destroy. Uh, he's trying to destroy uh, its its hands. Then they're low enough. Okay, I mean, I think uh, what you do is you like bump, bump, bump into its hands. But the way that it works is you nearly like grab onto its wrist and slam it down. And as it's falling, its head explodes out onto the floor, and uh, it gets dunked into oil, which is not particularly appetizing. But you have destroyed it. Alden makes a face, and then he looks back up. And he looks at that beholder and he goes, You're fucking next, asshole. <laughs> and he's going to. I'd like you, Dave, to look at your uh, spells because there's something you may have that is useful. You're right. <laughs> you're, you're pretty right, aren't you? Wait, can yes, I? Yes, you that? can. Doesn't that, take, doesn't that take two actions? No, spell? not all spells, and key spells certainly don't. I'm gonna do it. Uh, Alden is going to cast Wind Jump without realizing it, because he doesn't do many spells. Mm-hmm. Basically, the way this works, Alden, is when you use Wind Jump, you don't just jump. You get a fly speed for a turn. You have to end the, your turn uh, somewhere else, but basically you basically jump on like through the air, like stepping on like clouds that appear beneath your feet, and you launch yourself up beside this beholder, no problem. Uh, and as your turn, Alden, you squat in front of this thing. The beholder snarls and says, Get out of my way, half-orc! I'm gonna eat ya! It's not that bad. That is literally not even the first time somebody's wanted to do that. <laughs> like in a gay way, or...? <laughs> <laughs> like, like in a literal way. Uh, but also, also in a gay yeah, way. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Alden, Alden's face turns red. <laughs> Maro, it is your turn. You're up in the air and there's a fucking beholder. Okay, you said this thing's 50 feet up, right? Uh, 16. 16 feet up. Okay, so you're not going to make me do Pythagorean theorem, right? No, I'm going to say 16. I don't care. 
Not okay, as I'm real. Just, I'm gonna use one action to move close. I'm like, I'm higher than it. I'm still 30 feet in there, so I'm gonna be like shooting downwards. Please don't make me do math. Um, but does this count as flanking? Question mark? Uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. You guys are on opposite sides of the thing. Okay, so I'm gonna, my second action, use a sweet, sweet flurry of blows to try and wind crash this thing to hell and back. The avatar of friendship, and here I am, the avatar of demigod death. Okay, that's a 15 plus... 15 plus 22, that's a 37 question mark. A 37 is a hit, roll damage. All right, so uh, believe 15 points of bludgeoning and five points of cold for the first attack. Kabunk, kabunk. I don't think I can stunning strike with the uh, wind crash strikes though, so I'm just gonna do like- Oh, uh, yes you can. Oh, you'll allow it? Okay, then I'll do it. I will it. 100% allow it. All right, make me a fortitude save while I roll the second attack at a minus four real quick. Uh, okay, that is gonna be... Uh, that's not good at all. That is a four plus his fortitude, that's a 27. That does fail, but does a 30 hit. A 30 does not hit, I'm afraid. Okay, so he is going to be stunned one, uh, if he can be stunned. From, uh, getting blasted directly in the eye with a mix of wind. It's like when you blow in someone's eye and it's really cold. Ah, my <laughs> eye! I've only got so many of those! <laughs> uh, I mean, I have one last action. I may as well try to hit him with another wind crash. Go for it. This will be out of minus lots. Yeah, it's out of minus eight. So, like, I rolled good, but that is also, like, just a 30. That's unfortunately going to be a miss. Uh, is that your turn? That is my full turn. I got a good wind crash in and he stunned one, so... Okay. It is now its turn. Um, and it is unfortunately real fucking mad. It says, You think I didn't come prepared for my own tricks and traps? Behold! The cone of anti-magic! And, uh, the beholder, uh, turns his gaze towards Linda. And Linda, as his eye kind of falls on you, suddenly... Uh, so long as you remain in this thing's cone gaze, you are not able to use any of your cool magic powers, which is bullshit. Oh, that is bullshit. You'll, if you're able to get out of its gaze, uh, you'll re- uh, return them, but you fall back to the floor. Thankfully, don't take any fall down uh, thanks to Catfall. You land on uh, both feet, and you are just a normal person again. No, you just got those powers. Heartbreaking. <laughs> if you're able to uh, get out of this thing's way you will be able to get them back. Uh, regardless, he's going to use his only two actions because uh, the anti-magic cone is a free thing. His only two actions to use eye rays. The beholder fights three eye rays at cr- different creatures who need to be in different areas and cannot be within his anti-magic cone, which actually means he can't hit Alden. His own eyes don't uh, work on Alden because Alden is right in front of him. He can't also hit Linda, so Marco and uh, Marco and Maro, you two are about to get messed up by some rays. That's fine. That is a five against you, Maro, which is an enervation ray. And against Marco, that is a turn. Uh oh. <gasps> oh no. Marco, that's a death ray. No! <laughs> no! No! Hey. Okay, so. Hey. Um, Marco, you need Question. to make me. I have a, yeah. Don't I have attack of opportunity? Oh my fucking god! Do you? Yes, Alden. I grab you by the. F- I I grab you, Derry, by the fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> I have attack of opportunity now. You do have attack of opportunity, and he did use to use a concentrate attack 
If you get a crit, you won't be able to blast those rays. Alden is like, I would really rather Marco not die. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to attack. It's at a minus two for attack of opportunities, right? Remember, this thing is flanked. Does this count as flanked? Okay. Yes. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Give me. I really. Can you take a picture? Hold on a Can you take I, a picture? I have. I have t- <laughs> yeah, of course I could take a picture. Hold uh, I like I I will I, what? This is it, I mean turn, it did the fort not 20? Is it Pride Month maybe? <laughs> is that why? <laughs> dice say gay rights. The dice Show me say give me love later. The dice want a reward. You gotta feed them ice cream, take them out on like a nice date or something. Why can't the dice do this when I'm in the middle of like a circus performance? It's, it's to make up for, like, the four nat ones that I rolled that other game in a different group. <laughs> I rolled an 18 when I re-rolled. That would be a crit either way, but that's a nat 20, so I'll, I'm gonna give it to you. I believe you. You are not a liar. I know You've talked to me that you get, like, hives if you lie. I believe you. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Lying makes me ill. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, roll damage. Oh, that's 18 damage. Which is that? And the crit card you pulled a solid blow. Triple damage. Ah! <laughs> oh my That's 54 damage. He's still going, and he doesn't shoot his eye beams, and he closes his eye in pain. Because all you punch him right in the fucking jank gushy eye. Meaning that he goes, ah my eye! I you know the drill! Ah! Can Mero just softly go? I feel like we avoided instant death right there. <laughs> By some sort of fate. Holden's <laughs> like, are you fucking good? He looks over at, at Marco. I'm feeling great, eh? Look, let me tell you, if we survive this, when we survive this, I'd love to offer you a job. I could use a guy like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Linda, you are back into your goddess mode because he is completely thrown off guard by this, which is great. Uh, Marco, it's your turn. This guy doesn't look like he's got much else going for him. What do you do? I'm going back. <laughs> I'm leaping back up. Oh, I'm entering my stance first. Okay. Taking the... Oh, not the last sip, because I promised Morrow the last sip from my flask. Oh. I take the penultimate sip mm-hmm. and then cap it and then somehow leap up. Can I leap that far? You 100% can. Feet? You actually have a feat that makes you real good at jumping. Cool. So I drunkenly stagger leap up to that closed eye and those teeth, those teeth that were gnawing on me before. Uh-huh. And I think I'm going to try to punch out just punching those teeth, try to shatter a couple of them. So, that is a 40 to hit. 40 is a fucking hit, my man. <laughs> and then, do I get anything, a plus on that, Derry? Uh, pardon? Oh, the, the modifier? Yeah, to uh, the... You have a plus two on this attack, uh, damage-wise. Okay, great. So that's 12 damage for the first strike. Okay. But I'm going with Flurry of Blows, so I'm coming in with the other fist now. The one of the hairy arm that's uh, kind of torn open by those teeth. Mm-hmm. That's a 37. That's a fucking hit. Roll damage. Okay, okay, okay. And that's a 25. Yeah, okay. What? <laughs> okay. You fucking... That's a high roll. You fucking blast some of his teeth out. And he goes, oh, no, more teeth! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's more like it. Ah, teach you some manners. <laughs> He's still holding his eye closed. His teeth have been knocked out. His uh, other eyes are like glancing all over the place, panicked. And Linda, it is your turn. Yes. With your multiple hands, your beautiful, like, form, what do you do? Because this guy looks like he's about to go down. All right. So I want to use my um, ridiculous speed to get all up in his business. You got 80 feet of move speed. You are A-OK. Yes. And then I want to do my um, my unfettered strike. What? Right? Which will let a, let me do a, a bunch of punches. Uh-huh. Like really so good punches. This uh, You will throw out a shit ton of punches. I want you to roll me a... Uh, your attack modifier is plus 33. Holy Ooh. shit. I rolled a 46. That's a fucking crit. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, that is going to be double of 6d8 plus 6 damage. As all these hands come together, fucking aura, aura, aura style, to lay waste this dude. Roll that damage. <laughs> 68 plus 6 is 32 damage. Times 2, 64. Hey, Holy this guy shit. had 8 HP left. Get his ass! <laughs> Linda, how do you send this beholder back where he came from? Uh, so Linda um, is doing that dramatic thing where she's like punching him back and forth until she can tell it's like at, at her last punch. And then she stops for a second, pauses and says, this is what you get for messing with my new friends. And she gives him one last punch and sends him flying into the air. You... Him. And as he goes, uh, as you punch him, and he kind of like smear frame explodes away, um, suddenly the whole Coliseum flickers, and everything is returned to a weird, eternal state, as you have defeated Malistant the Magnificent the Beholder, and have successfully won the WrestleMania starting, or whatever it was called, you forget. Great! Uh, yay! Linda, I didn't know you were, like, a demigod. Well, not normally, um, but I'm, I kind of like it. Do you think I can keep it? Maybe. Let's see. I hope so. Is that what uh, all Americans get in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. This might be really weird to ask, but you look like you give really good hugs right now. Can I have a hug? <laughs> Absolutely, and Linda's gonna hug. gonna go down and and give a big hug no, with her like. No, I'm flying. You can fly like next to me. <laughs> yeah, we do flying hugs, air hugs, angel hugs. Let's go, just big angel hug. Standing where the beholder once was, there is a single staff with a weird eyeball on the top. Um, it looks like this thing is connected to uh, a key, and potentially when you remove it, you guys might all be sent home. Well. It looks like we could probably go home. It's really nice to meet all of you. And it was a really nice break from everything uh, where I'm from to have a nice little fighting tournament, you know? Oh, what a relaxation, huh? Yeah, you know, I guess it was a relaxation. You did almost get eaten by an interdimensional eyeball monster. Listen. Well, it was something. Don't worry about it. uh... It's a nice break from running a small business. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no. <laughs> small business. Does it look like if we stay here for too long, we're going to, like, die or something? No, it looks like it's pretty chill here. It's just like an empty demiplane mm-hmm. without the guy who was uh, pulling it together. There's not really much, you know, happening. 
It's a cool chill out spot. Do you want to like have a mini party before we head off? Absolutely. Sure. All right. Uh, sure. I don't. I got one sip here with uh, your name on it. Oh, I will take this sip very politely. I don't know what I'm drinking, but I'll drink it. It's like it's 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 Coca Cola, but when it had cocaine in it. <laughs> is it? Has Vero had cocaine? It is, no, it is incredibly high quality uh, Cuban rum, aged thirty years in the finest barrels. Oh, this is this is incredibly fancy. Like I'm, I'm gonna drink it. And I'm gonna like remark on how fancy it is. Hey, you got good taste. It's very wonderful. Yes. I think Linda's going to use her last burst of friendship goddess powers before it wears off to um, summon some refreshments for their party and some sick jams. Uh, A a tea party of all sorts of delicious... uh, What was it you were making before at the very start, those cookies? Uh, It was protein cookies, but let's go ahead and leave the protein out and just have regular cookies. A delicious uh, uh, tray of cookies, piping hot with some hot chocolate, some Coca-Cola... And some uh, some uh, famous Kilsellan ale from uh, the the Orcs Tusk Tavern in Kilsella. Uh, mm, sh- it's Fang Fangberry wine. Thank you. Um, I'll show up on a table. Someone from your collective friendship powers. And oh. before you all head home back to your own world, you spend some time relaxing, taking a break, and discussing. What the hell is Mexico, really? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening, everyone, to this Pride Month special. And remember to always be gay and roll dice! Come listen to Dice of Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Hi, welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play podcast where we take on the role of archivists, working for an interdimensional library that catalogues and protects the fabric of reality. As archivists, we are tasked with journeying out into the realms, taking on characteristics of people from that reality, and remedying whatever issues may be causing a disturbance in the dimension. Every arc, we will be playing a different RPG, maybe even returning to systems we like later on. But this is a fun way for us as players and you as listeners to explore and learn about different tabletop systems. We'll discuss the rules, create sheets for our characters, and play a short campaign to get a feel for the game. Afterwards, we'll do a bit of discussion. 
we'll talk about what we liked and didn't like, and what we'd know to do better next time. My name is Babby, and I am playing Riddle Day Drakel. They are a tiefling nerd baby. I'm Ziva, and I am playing Linda, the lovable human office lady. And I'm Dorka. I play Zen, the barbarian lizard princess. Let's get down to some actual playing. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's go, boys. This, this is the Eternity Archives. Archives.